0: Welcome back to Rural Queensland Today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Ben Dobbin with you this morning. It's the 16th of February, a Friday morning across Rural Queensland today. And look, um, this is a contentious issue because there is a lot of facts that haven't been disclosed. The Toby land transfer um, that has been... At the moment, at the heart of the community, the a community, um, is causing some outrage in different areas. Now, this is in the seat of Maranoa, um, and it's also um, in the electorate, the Gundawindi electorate, um, in the local council. The mayor for Gundawindi is Lawrence Springborg, and he joins me this morning on Rural Queensland today. Lawrence, firstly, um, congratulations, you'll be running unopposed in the up-and-coming elections. That's a, a a big tick, mate, for yourself and for your council. Um, congratulations on that. But this is probably not what you needed on a Friday um, with uh, a lot of, I suppose, upset, un- misunderstanding in some ways and just not a lot of clarity about what is going on in Tabir.
1: Yes, thank you very much, Dombo, and, and thanks you for your... Uh words there. I can also thank the community and I do understand that uh, the circumstance and, and this support comes with probably a, a higher burden of responsibility and obligation uh, to the people of the Gundawindi Regional Council area and I do understand that uh, there are always issues that we have to keep navigating through and this is one of those and from council's perspective, we just want to deal with the facts. I mean, we can all have their op- our opinions, and I've got my opinions on certain things, but I just want to deal with some facts yeah. with regards well, can
0: to I, this. Well, can I ask you some stuff and then and yes, you, you clarify can. me? Um, yep. it, it, from what I'm understanding, and, and this is the limited amount of information that I've been given, um, obviously the meeting took place last Monday on the February the 12th at Correct. the Tabea Kindergarten. Now, yes. this has come off the back of... Uh, members of the Tabea public wanting to buy some land and over the last three to four years not being given a lot of answers not being told he's a publican whether or not he could buy some stuff um, that hasn't worked out and then finally it became aware and apparent that a native title claim had been put on this land which is the Tabia Reserve which has been In the community for over 100 years. There's no debate that that wasn't originally um, Aboriginal land. Absolutely no debate whatsoever. Um, But that has, over the last 100 years, been used um, by the community as a natural reserve. There's been fishing. There's been all these other things. And then, for some unknown reason, this has been transferred in ownership to the Indigenous Corporation where their offices. Um, and I've looked into them this morning. They don't even live anywhere near it, but that's just the way it is. But am I right in saying you had no input and no say in this decision at all?
1: Can I can I actually just give some background with regards to this? Uh, there is this, a thing called the Two Beer Reserve. The Two Beer Reserve uh, has existed in its current form since 1906. It is a camping and watering reserve for stock movement purposes. So there is no broader recreational purpose underpinning that. Uh, people have, however, used it, and no one's really bothered too much about it. But it's camping and watering reserve for stock. Uh, watering. No, it's a stock, uh, and camping, it's but, a stock route. It's a stock route. Correct. Correct. And right. that is that is the real, and that's actually been confirmed. But people have assumed a, a greater access, and we understand that there is no argument with regards to that. There is no under. There is no instrument that actually sits under that that says that that is that is a use um, that it's actually been made as a reserve for. So it's basically a stock route. Council is the trustee of that land. So basically, we are the tenant on the land. At best, you could say we are a property manager. Uh, based Now what's happened since the advent of Native Title, which came down with Mabo some 30 years ago, that's now established in the law of the land, not by the parliament, not by you know, you know the government, but by the highest court of the land. It's like sure. people's certain rights. So that cannot be taken away. That's a part of our evolving law. So that actually sits there. Now in 2016, there was a Determination that was made by the federal court that actually found that the Big and Bull people were the traditional custodians of the land across our region. So that's now been prescribed. So they're now seen as the traditional custodians. Native title sits over uh, technically or coexists with um, all uh, reserve land. And I've got a 28,000 acre forestry lease for grazing purposes where that does as well. Native title proponents. Uh, able to make an application uh, to the state basically to assume the management rights or, or access with regards to that so that's they the want pretty
0: much pretty much the native title corporation want to control the stock route it to be Let, let's let's just dumb it down that's the big and Bull people the aboriginal Corp aboriginal corporation uh, want to control and they've made a claim on that piece of land in your electorate
1: they have made, and I'll just dip this through, they have made an application for that, okay, because of a continuing connection. They've actually established that, okay, so this process is outside of council. Sure. We have We have no control. The state is the decision-maker. They basically own the land on behalf of the people of Queensland as the crown, and the Bull people, or the native title owners, uh, have a coexisting title established by the court. So they've actually made an application to basically assume trusteeship of that land in the first instance, which the council in 2020 considered this before I was the mayor. I was actually in the public gallery at the time because I was was wanting to be there because I I was actually running for mayor. And the council at the time said that it would be acceptable to council the transfer, given that they're asking the council's opinion, if additional land was made available as a part of it for urban expansion, if the water um, access, which was critical for the town, was protected by way of easement, if there was a, a stock route that was created around the town, and if there was a process of public consultation. And then that process went on over the next three or four years. And then my council was approached by the state on the 20th of November, saying this has now moved up A-level, um, the, all of the discussions, and that the, um, the application for something called Indigenous or Aboriginal Freehold, which is a non-transferable title, which basically means it's similar to a trusteeship, but it's held and it, it sits over uh, the native title, because the native title continues to exist regardless. It can't be it can't be sold, it can't be transferred, it can't be mortgaged. Council reinforced its position um, as per its original resolution in 2020. Which was water protection, new stock route, easement for,
0: which was just uh, what you, exactly what you said. Freehold land yeah, free, available
1: yeah. for community expansion yeah. and consultation. We're in, asked by the state Um, to make, to to consider this in camera. Um, I said we would not do that because there needs to be a process of public consultation and we considered it in public and reinforced our position. As a consequence of that, and, and the meeting was open public, and that's what I do every every, every time. It's reinforcement of what council did four years ago. Uh, we got, got some inquiries with regards to this because there are always legitimate issues. Sure. A council established, um, and we're in caretaker period, um, we had a meeting in Tubia the other night. Um, There was a count of 100 people who attended, which was a large group of people in Tuvia, and I outlined all of this and indicated that we needed a process of public consultation that was critical to identify all the issues. I I explained the reality of what the reserve was currently there for, being a stock route for stock counting and watering purposes, and um, we wanted consultation so all the other community issues could be dealt with. And so uh, the... So where is it at uh, now?
0: Where is... it's gone up a notch, and I completely respect what you're saying. We're Mm -hmm. talking with uh, Gundawindi Mayor Lawrence Springboard around the Two Bears Mm -hmm. stock route where it is now uh, looking like it will be owned by the Bigamool Aboriginal Corporation um, who have put a claim on this land, and it is a stock Mm -hmm. route. So when you asked, and originally the Gundawindi Council, prior to you being mayor, asked for you, you were happy to hand over this land on the proviso that there was some stipulation to freehold the stock route, the water protection. Did the government at any stage give you a guarantee that that was the case? And is that a possibility or has that just gone to the back burner and they still want no, the land?
1: No, no. Um, they are, uh, in, in the law of the land that's been established, the um, Big people are able to make an application around this process is protracted and it's not automatic yeah. um, because you've got lots of uh, – native title coexists on a lot of land, including, as I said, 28,000 acres, which I'm a lessee on. Um, there is a very, very high threshold. Now, over the ensuing two, three years, there's been discussions with the department backwards and forwards around the – Uh, preservation of the stock route which has been agreed to but the big and bull people had to actually cede their native title native title can't be taken under the law of the land it's like your freehold title it's protected by law law they've given an undertaking to to that there's additional blocks been identified in two beer um, and also um, easement works around the access to water now we've said that um, the public consultation was be a critical part of that it is it was the missing element the department has actually agreed to undertake that process to identify the other issues that may be important to the community, which we feel um, is is very very critical, and it has to be. But we can't leave that process. We were told specifically it was nothing to do with that, and there's no provision under law uh, to enable us to do it because we're basically the tenant, and we're just trying to. Uh, you're trying to negotiate. You're opinion. trying to
0: negotiate something That's on right. the provider. You actually don't have any say if. No. If the if the Aboriginal Land Corporation and the Bigambool Aboriginal Corporation decide that they don't want to do that, in the end, let's be That's honest, they can just say no. They 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 can absolutely say no.
1: Well, that is that is correct, because they have a coexisting title. It would be a bit like me coming to your place and saying, Dalbo, I've got a plan here for your place, we're moving in tomorrow. Um, and you'd say, no, That's our, this is our place. You've got no legal right or entitlement, because I don't. Well, and the, the Bickenball people, actually, even though we're trustee, this transfer has to be consented to. But if there were any change of use on that land currently, There can be no change of use on that land currently, even if the existing arrangements put in place without the consent of the native title holders, because they have an interest. If that, if the reserve were to be upgraded to a recreation reserve, and this didn't even go through, for example, then that could only happen with the consent of those who actually uh, are the joint landowners, which is not the council, it's native title holders. So from our perspective, this is critical, this process of consultation. At the meeting the other night, the, big, the representative of the native title group got up and said, well, look, from our perspective, this is important to the community. We understand it. This is a shared community. It was a very um, I think it was a very conciliatory statement and they said that we are very happy to come up with access guidelines around this so we want to be able to have shared use and to look after it. And subsequent to that, which is unbeknownst to a lot of people, uh, there has been a lot of discussion now happening with members of the beer community and, and uh, uh, the traditional custodians around building those particular principles that really took it to a whole new level of cooperation. Now that's happening, our local groups being formed um to to undertake that process and frankly if that happens i think that's probably the best oh, outcome well, that and is that's a the community now leading It's that's the community now leading that so yeah. it's, so there is a there, there, there is a diver, quite a divergent view in the community with a lot of people um, who were very encouraged by that and now actively engaging in that particular process lawrence springboard
0: our guest this morning this is rural queensland today on the resonate broadcast network we'll take a break come back with some more